We're Arts and Adventure Summits the Airwaves. This is the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. I'm R. Brandon Long. And I'm Todd Oberndorfer. Yay! We're your guests <laughs> for the greatest <laughs> podcast in all the land with us here this week is professional photographer Tristan Sadler. Hey, yeah. Yeah, he's, he's working. <laughs> filming, right. filming something. He's Sorry. actually working right now. <laughs> uh, and professional trail runner. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. <that was laughs> Managing or trails manager. Are you sponsored? Are you a sponsored trail runner? No. He does chase cats for a living. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to count for something, but I don't know if it makes you professional. Big mountain lions. That counts. That counts. Executive director, Trails Foundation in Northern Utah, Eric Manning. Eric, um, we were just talking felines out there. And that, uh, yeah, what's the, so. Do you get calls into Trails Foundation Northern Utah, formerly Weaver Pathways, now two two years, three years, whatever, uh, about like, hey, um, I I just saw a mountain lion. What, why are they on my trail, and what are you doing to get them off? Yeah, <laughs> not just mountain lions, mainly rattlesnakes. That's mm, what we mm. people want us to relocate. Mm. Those, I would appreciate if you would not put those there. Yeah, Eric, we try to put signage up next to their holes. Uh-huh. <laughs> but, uh, I also got uh, a call to relocate some beavers from the river. Like a real call. Huh. Real call. Real true call. Do you do that? No. Oh. <laughs> I would they, prefer to fish in game. There's some beavers down here. Can you take them? Yeah, so that's not your that's not what you do on the daily. That's not like you don't wake up and move beavers. Right. I'm gonna say no. Okay. Okay. What what's your job then? Well, um, as you mentioned, the executive director, Trails Foundation. So what we try and do is help build and maintain trails, natural surface, and paved through this part of northern Utah. Northern Utah could be separated from a lot of ways. But yeah. um, but our big focus lately has been on trail etiquette and education. But yeah. I do love how Wait, accusatory your comment was. It was, so if you don't move beavers, then what, is what do you, you do? Yeah. <laughs> what the hell do you do with your time? Yeah. So thanks for coming, by the way. <laughs> well, I know that's why you had me on, so I think we'll turn it over to the photographer now. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, to come up with a new um, name for the show now. Yeah. Eric, you put yourself in a I mean, no, no one puts Eric in a corner, but you put yourself in a corner. Do you want to... Todd Stinky today? I don't, like, I don't know where I'm supposed to be. You can scoot, just oh, sat scoot down. towards the middle a little bit he, so that camera... He's thinking about the you. shot. He's yeah. thinking he's, about the shot, which we can't yeah, see. You, so. He's saying he wants to see more <laughs> of it. That's a good position <laughs> right there. That? Did we get it? Oh, we I got that? all of it. Yeah. yeah. How's that? Is that better? Mm. Sure. That's a little better. I, the reason I said you're a professional trail runner, because is your job at the Trails Foundation, like, you know, your support system to fund trail running... Well, I mean, that's where I make money. Yeah, where I yeah. afford to buy shoes yeah. and stuff. But so. can you tell people you're you're sponsored by the Trails Foundation and you're a pro runner? No, no. Oh. I do have some companies that support me, but they don't. That's pay good. Me. That's yeah. sponsorship. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. They don't that's, pay me. I'd say that's. I mean, at least amateur running. You're well, getting you're getting free things, right? Yeah, and part yeah. part of this show is. And we're going to dive into it with Tristan, but like, how do you become a, a professional athlete or an amateur athlete who gets paid and gets sponsors? You have um, a couple, I mean, you, you know a lot, you interview people that actually do that for a living. Is there a common theme or? I think with what you do, it's probably easier to just look for like change and like loose wallets along the trails. Mm. Mainly at mm. ski resorts when the snow melts. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Mm. You go under the lift, you'll, you'd be surprised all the stuff <laughs> you can find. How much cash have you found? A lot, a lot. Yeah, like that's how I afford these. This shirt. 
I was going to ask about that too. It's I bought nice. it at Gear 30 a long time yeah. ago. It's yeah. brittle. Yeah, you're going to need a that's lot nice of that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, okay. Now, Charles Foundation, that's this, by the way. Yeah, I love the hat. That's, this, I love this hat. I do too. Um, it's clean. I like the colors. You wear it a lot on your podcast because I, I watch them. Thank you. I yeah. appreciate that. Um, I just, I like supporting you. And I bought two because we put one in here. It's on, yeah, you can barely see it in the shot here, but it's, yeah, it's on top of the luggage rack. That's not a luggage rack, actually. That is an original podcast machine. Um, it's it's a reel-to-reel. So then you talk into mm. a microphone, and it's a reel-to-reel. It's original audio recording podcast machine, That's but it, lo- it looks like luggage up there. Anyway, that hat's on there, and I was I was in here looking at it, and I thought, crap, I don't, it looks cool. I don't want to take it down. So now I got to, so I ran up and bought another hat just so I could wear it in the podcast. Um you know they were they were on sale, so I'm, you know, I like could only support that. so much. But yeah, thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, Trust Foundation Foundation Northern Utah. You're busy this spring. We have a record runoff, and we had like trails sp- splitting apart because of the water. What's the what's the verdict out on the trails right now? It's been a rough rough time on the trails. We had a lot of p- things planned for this year because we can only get out there and do so much during a certain window, um, and a lot of those plans changed um like what kind of plants well you know like working with working up higher on the mountain we work a lot with the forest service the county the city um different entities um but we can't get up high right now Mm -hmm. um because of the snow uh we can't go towards you know snow basin that area they still got a bunch of snow so we're staying on the bonneville shoreline which is good because there's been a ton of erosion uh water damage and the interesting thing is people don't get is People are used to being on the trails right now, but they're also used to being in other places. Right now, you really have the Bonneville Shoreline Trail. Yeah. So area. you're seeing congestion on the lots, shoreline? lots of people on the trails, uh, more than normal uh, this time of year for sure. Uh, but a lot of problems, you know, like you mentioned, there was uh, a huge. It was like at least four feet deep um, cut into uh, a trail in in Ogden. Um, it was bad. It was really caught, caught like the ground just gave way. Gave way, yep. Um, Pacific Core took care of it because it was kind of the power line road, so they took care of that. And we just go in and do some handwork to to make it good. They did a fantastic job, but there's going to be a lot. I was up today, uh, Strong's Canyon. It's river. It's raging. Wow. You could probably tube it right now. Oh, that's geez. crazy. It's pretty bad. Yeah, Taylor's really bad going over bridges. I heard there's a waterfall of jump off that's never oh. been there before. It it has, but it's super rare. Uh. Like um, I mean, like comet rare you just never see that stuff right wild it's, yeah. it's pretty cool though i mean it's really neat I, I love seeing it personally but it does obviously cause some problems for you know homes and you know the, the land and everything else but it's really neat to see the water to, to be honest with you i mean it's much needed came all at once but it's 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 mother nature man it's just how it works they were she was here first i'm gonna i'm gonna cap or block that one out mark that one it's mother nature man yeah, yeah. Man. <laughs> it's mother nature man that's a great car because it, well yeah we just had mother mother nature um Wait, hold on a second you guys got i'm not gonna waste this no that was so that was loud. What really was good. I like Holy, that. what beer is that? Satisfying. That's that was that a nitro. A giant beer is what that yeah. is. That was freaking magical. <laughs> See, I'm glad we recorded that. Yeah, I I'm sorry, too. as you were. No, I, I, <laughs> Priorities on this show. Priorities. I got to interrupt everyone real oh. quick for a quick beer crack. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was going to be a good one. I just sensed it. I knew it. it. It sounded great to me. Eric, what's your role as far as cleaning up the tr- like do people expect you to do everything is that o- ogden city is because you're a non-profit so where's the the difference between 
the city and the nonprofit? Man, that's a good question. And that's something that's always asked. So Ogden City obviously has the Ogden Trails Network and they do a fantastic job, primarily in Ogden City, obviously. Um, but, you know, we try and help. It's a it's a committee formed to support the mayor. And that's what the committee is for. Um, they have some fantastic people on that. That's where I started is Ogden Trails Network. Um, but we try and help as much as we can. Like we have an agreement with Ogden City, an agreement with the Forest Service. So we just try and do whatever we can, whatever's needed. Um, you know, there are, you know, litter days for sure. Um, that's kind of, and I say low hanging fruit because maintaining trails isn't just taking a shovel and a rock bar and, and fixing a hole. I mean, there's absolutely reasons to put in, you know, reverse grades and water bars and everything else. So, you know, we, we do a lot of maintenance on the trails. Um, but we work with everybody. I mean, I, I, at the end of the day, I mean, your hat says it, it's about the trails and that's the truth. We don't, it's not about credit. It's not about who did what. Um, it's just about keeping the trails in great shape, um, making sure we're taking care of what needs to be taken care of so people can enjoy it. So it's not about well, credit for sure. Not about the credit, but is it about the blame? We get a lot of that for sure. <laughs> yeah, we get a lot of that and it's okay. Um, when I first started this job, one of my big things I, I said is when people think about the trails, I want them to think about Trails Foundation. So that comes good and bad. And I knew that yeah. going into it, yeah. that we were going to get that. Um, but what I found is we get blamed or, you know, hey, you should do this, you should do that. But I think a lot of times um, when you talk to people in a conversation, like if we get tagged or posted on social media, I try and reach out to the person individually and say, hey, let's talk. Right. Like, I don't want to have this typing war or whatever. Um, and it's interesting to see how good things go. Once people understand, like, oh, you're a nonprofit means you can't, you know, go do what you want. Because I just say, can I come put a horseshoe pit in your backyard? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, why would I work on your property without your permission? Mm. You know, so I got to do the same thing. I got to ask the Forest Service, private landowners, power company, whoever owns the land, I got to ask them first, mm -hmm. you know, Rainbow Gardens, Bill King, all the people. Um, mm -hmm. So we just try and have good relationships. So when the time comes, we just look as we're there to help. Right. Mm. Okay. So Weaver Pathways was the initial uh, nonprofit name and it was started to create a trail up Canyon. Correct. 1995. 95. Um, we have you on often, but is, you know, what's the update on that? Cause that's been, um, it's not, it's no longer 1995 and there's still not a trail up the Canyon. You're right. Yeah. That's all I'm gonna leave it. Okay. No, just that's kidding. So, no, <laughs> it's, uh, so as, as you can imagine, I mean, this has gone through since 1995, Weaver Pathways was formed to put a trail up there, but you know, there's people that live up there. Right. Mm. And so it was met with some resistance. Mm -hmm. Um, people, you're putting horseshoe pits in their backyard, right? People, yeah. people look at, Interestingly enough, and I, I try to put myself in other people's shoes, they look at, oh, if you put a trail near my home, you're bringing crime to my house. They're going to come steal my children, my TVs. Crime comes my way, huh. um, which is the opposite, r truly, um, because you have more people in that area. So it's not like you're going to jump a fence, steal a 70-inch TV, and walk back down to your car. It's pretty obvious. So I tried to... Tristan, you'll enjoy this. Uh, years ago in the terrace, they tore down the old fire station, and they had a city meeting they're like what should we put where sh what should we do with this area in the fire station so i went to the city meeting in washington terrace because i grew up there and i said yeah you should put a skate park in there and they laughed me out yeah it brings all the hooligans all the troublemakers blah 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 well this was like early 2000s or something you know well now they're everywhere yeah, yeah. Right? now all the cities are clamoring well it's still just grass over there they never did anything with it it's just 
Wasted nothing. space. And wasted space. And so where do the skaters go? Anywhere anywhere they can. Yeah. Well, know. wasted space is where the hooligans go. Is where they right? yeah, yeah. Because they can go yeah. and not like, yeah. no going to look at them. Yeah. So, and, and that's what the canyon. So, um, I tip my hat to Ogden City. They've really revitalized the project just within the last couple of years. They built the trail from 12th Street up to just short of the waterfall because um, of funding. Mm-hmm. So you can get to that far. Now the next phase will go from there um, past the waterfall. There'll be a new water line and two new bridges put in. Wait, time out. You just like walk through the waterfall? Like how do you? You'll be a, you'll waterfall? be on the side. You'll look at it. Okay. If it's it's a man-made waterfall, I like to tell people that because people get really excited <laughs> about it. But it's there's Love a that. pipe. There's a pipe coming down the <laughs> water. Right? Um, but you'll be along the road, right on the oh, other okay. side of the road, okay. and kind of where. You know where it looks like it would naturally go in front of the waterfall. Um, this next phase is going to be multi-million dollars, um, and it's I'm just disappointed we can't crack the joke because they crack it in the in the in Disneyland the the river cruise ride, and then it takes you on the backside of the waterfall, and it's and they always crack the joke. Look, it's the it's the eighth wonder of the world. It's the backside of water. <laughs> it's because you're on the backside. <laughs> Tristan thought it was funny. I thought it was great. <laughs> I, I, Have you, you've been on that. It's the funniest dad joke. Cruise. I love the Jungle Cruise. Yeah, oh my God. I've it's dad it. jokes yeah. all the time. And then, the movie. Yeah, the, the movie's actually really good. It is pretty it, good. And I'm not a huge Rock fan, but he. I think he's good in that part where he like can just be goofy. So I like the Rock. Do you, you, do, you, do you like the Fast and Furious Rock? I, I like the Rock. Okay. Yeah. That's two different Rocks. It Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. I like them both. You like them both? Yeah. I like okay. Game Day Rock. I didn't day. see Game Day Rock. Yeah, that's a good okay. kid. Don't know Game Day Rock. <laughs> <laughs> he does. <laughs> so we're not going behind the waterfall. No, no, that. unfortunately, right. no. Okay. Um, okay. But, um, you know, that's the next phase. I mean, to put it in perspective, if you want to go now and say we're going to build a trail from Red Ends to Wheeler Creek, which is mm-hmm. the top, you're you're 20 plus million dollars. Holy shit. That's crazy. <laughs> it is. No, that's the truth. That's how much it costs that. to make a trail? Well, to get what you need, you got engineering. Oh There's studies God. that need to be done. I mean, that's the tricky part. It's not building so much; it's the engineering. Some trails need NEPA studies to make and then sure you it's environmentally pay safe. Pay somebody at the city. What are NEPA studies? Um, that, was a, that was the inside studies. joke. To just, I let that but, one slide. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not touching that one. That's the uh, trailer here and the monarch <laughs> saying that. Um, no, but I, I was. I am curious about like permitting and stuff like that. Is it's of, it's a big deal a, because okay. you, you look at it like what we're looking at now with the road having problems. UDOT definitely, you know, it's an advantage to have a trail all the way to Wheeler Creek. Mm. UDOT does not like. Oh, the so it's beneficial. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. I mean, yeah. you can get people up and down the canyon, yeah. right? I mean, if you built the trail up Ogden Canyon, you literally are in world class territory. Yeah, you can connect so many things safely. You could do fun things for families. I Wait, mean, so it's on the travel. south side? Why did, I always thought it was on the north. It's side. on the waterfall side. That's the north side. That's the north yeah. side. Yeah. Okay. I never said. Okay. I said the waterfall side. But I didn't, we're but, not going behind opposite it. Opposite the waterfall. Yeah, not behind it. But yeah. okay. Yeah. So it's going to go all the way up that side, and then at some point it would have to cross either under the road to Wheeler, mm-hmm. right? And then you get to the dam, and that's uh, Homeland Security. They're hard to get a hold of on mm-hmm. purpose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that sort of ties into my thoughts, and so. Obviously, Ogden does a great job with its trails, but it's not the only city in the country that does a great job with its trails. Yeah. And so where do you look to for kind of inspiration on that? Because you really should. I mean, I'm sure you do. And especially the locations that maybe are similar-ish to Ogden, but regardless of just like 
places that are doing it right. Colorado. Um, a lot of towns in Colorado are doing a fantastic job of it. Um, and and why is it? How is that? I mean, is it, it doesn't all have to do with money or does it? A lot of it, honestly, has to do with planning. And I don't because now you're seeing communities and places built with trail centric, right? Like yeah. right now, this is built. Ogden Canyon's done. Mm-hmm. So now you've got to put a trail there, right? But a lot of communities now are built with, okay, before we build, where could we put a trail? Was that originally a rail up Ogden Canyon? Yeah, there's a rail. There was a rail line there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So they weren't thinking the trail at the time. No. <laughs> Rails no, to Trails is definitely Rails, a popular Rails to Trails, yeah. Yeah, that's an organization. Rails to Trails Conservatory, yeah. Hmm. Conservancy, sorry. Conservancy, yeah. okay. But, I mean, it's it's a legacy project. I mean, I would sure. love to say it would be done in my lifetime, but who knows? I mean, it's definitely a money situation more than anything. And then you still have landowners um, up the canyon that just that's not what they want to do. You know, it's, So you just have to wait for them to not be landowners or how do you, you know, <laughs> you know, We're done with you. <laughs> there's uh so the idea is putting me in a bad spot here. I didn't know we were doing this. Well, this is what, the, I mean, I'm just curious. This is so, public. This, this is what I would ask you. Yeah, you know, no. And yeah. it's, it's, it's knowledge. You could look it up, but I mean, okay. so what they're, what Ogden city's trying to do is Ogden city has a water line that goes all the way up the Canyon. Yeah. So their thought is it's we way will, up there though. We will no, it's down low. Oh, it is. Line. So what's the one yeah, that's up that's high. a pipe. Yeah, that's a water slide. Totally different. Okay, you got to have a secret knock to get in. Okay, but there's a water line that goes all the way up the canyon. Okay, and so their thought is they replaced the water line a couple years ago, Mm -hmm. which kind of made people think there was a trail going there. Uh, And that's the thought is well, we own the property above the water line, so we could just put a trail up there. So that's kind of the thought process. So you know, there's people that have bought homes that know that's our property, and it's like, well, no, it's the city's because we own the land above our water line that gives you water to your place. So it's a it's super tricky. Let me just say it's super tricky. We're here to support, and that's what we're gonna do. That's wild. Sounds like a lot of convincing. Like yeah. you have to like convince people to be yeah. like, hey, this is a good idea. And why would it be good for someone living in the canyon? Well, I mean, just I think personally. You're in the canyon, so you like being outside. Maybe the views. Yeah, you got. I would hope you have some active transportation through there. Yeah, right? like how cool would it be to come home after a long day of work, walk outside and walk down a trail in the mountains to with your dog or your family mm-hmm. or to cool down or to wind mm-hmm. down. I mean, I yeah. do it every day by my house, but I'm not in the canyon. So, you know, I mean, land value, Weber State did a study years ago that says, you know, if there's a, the closer you are to a trailhead, the property value goes up. Yep, I was just going to say that. Oh, really? Really? Yeah. Well, just think about it. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that uh, especially in those canyon homes, I'm sure that that would affect the value. No, I think they live there because they, they don't want to be next to the trailhead. They want to be in the canyon away from the trail. Like, they're they don't in the want canyon. People, yeah, they don't want the cars constantly, constantly, yeah, constantly, you can, constantly. I think I think that... You think it's there for privacy? I don't know. I yeah. mean, you could think about it. You could do the Ogden Marathon down the canyon trail. You don't have to shut the canyon down if you wanted to, and you're still going through the canyon safely. I mean, there's, there's a lot mm-hmm. of pluses to it, river access. So would it be paved? Um, there's talks. It would probably be, it would most likely would be for like sure. Like a bike path almost. Yep. And that's the thought. Oh, that's, wow. what, that's what a lot of these towns do is they do, like you go to a lot of, like Colorado does it, Flagstaff does it, Sun Valley does it, um, Bend does it. A lot of these yeah. towns we like to compare ourselves with as an outdoor town, they've already done this stuff. I mean, like, you know, Todd made a great point. It's been done, yeah. right? And it's just trying to pick brains of people that have done it and how did you do it? And I think a lot of times, a lot of these other towns, honestly, 
you know, it's just the people that live there. We've seen a huge in change in Ogden City in the past 10 years, the people that are here. Mm -hmm. So that's the hope, right? Is mm -hmm. more people come in that are art, outdoors. It kind of fits more in their wheelhouse. Right? Oh, there's a podcast for, sure. for that somewhere. I've heard about it. Yeah. yeah. We'll I've have to get somebody it. who knows what they're talking about on the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> uh, you also have a podcast, Charm Manners. Yes, I do. Yeah. yeah. How's it going? Good. How are you doing? You're back. Oh. <laughs> Good. <how> are you? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah. you started one for Trails Foundation. We did. Yeah. yeah. And that, and that, that one's just more about letting people know of trail closures, what we're doing as an organization. Yeah. Um, I know. think every nonprofit should have a podcast because it's almost, it can act, act, it can act like a FAQ page sort of, you know, it's for you. It's closer to real time stuff than print. Sure. Right. Oh, wild. Wild to think that. Right. Yeah. It's true. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you've got obviously social media. Not everybody's on it. Mm -hmm. So it's just another platform. I mean, if you're mm -hmm. doing print, you're doing social media, you're doing a website, you know, a lot of people listen to podcasts. Yeah. You know, as you know, I mean, your show just uh, kills so. it. Yeah. So do you put it, you email it out too in your, like link it out? Yeah. Okay. We link it out. We're on all the, the platforms and it's in the, the infancy stages still. Mm -hmm. um, but we're trying to do a lot, a lot of it too, based on education and, you know, um, you know, people on the trails, how to get along. It's not like long stuff. We have guests on at times, or we talk about National Trails Day that's coming up, or Earth Day, or events we do, mm -hmm. uh, just to let people know a little bit more of what we're doing. What's the name of that? Is it, is it your organization? It's just uh, Trails Foundation. It's about the trails podcast. Yeah, just like his hat. It's about it. It is about the trails. It's about the trails. It should say everything. Po podcast on here somewhere. There's a logo somewhere. So <laughs> podcast. Yeah, you are pretty good at branding, by the way. We try. We yeah. got some new stuff coming out. I'm excited about, but uh, we try. I mean, mm -hmm. it's it's fun. It's just fun. What's the hardest thing about your job? <sighs> this. Just this. Interviews. <laughs> Talking yes. to you. Interviews. Being here. Eric's so good at this. He <laughs> could do this for hours. No. Toughest part of my job, um, I just wish more people would take the time to get to know what they do with what, trails. What do you mean? You know, if you're, if you're going to ski snow basin for the first time, you're probably going to look at the runs, right? Like, mm -hmm. what's what what's good? What should I be on? Mm -hmm. When you go somewhere, I think when people go on the trails, they just go, there's dirt, I'm going to go on it. You know, they don't know where they're going. Um, I just think it's more just education. The hardest part is getting people to understand that, I don't know, even though they're there, I mean, they, they're not free, right? Well, yes, and Ogden has some of the best accessibility oh. in maybe the world as far as getting to the trails. And so you can literally go from your house to a trail. Is that accessibility? Because um, because that's your what is in what was the nature quote earlier? It's nature, mother nature, man, or whatever you said. <laughs> mother nature, mother nature, yeah, it's mother, mother nature, man. So which comes with some inherent uh, things that we need to be aware of. Some danger. There was a mountain lion on the trail this morning, like there. But because we're so close to the town, do people forget about that? Absolutely. I mean, you, you know, I do. Right. I, I've spent many, many hours and days on the trail, but sometimes you kind of forget how fortunate you are to to be there. But there's rattlesnakes, mountain lions, you know, moose, um, bear. There's black bear up here. Right. Like we've seen them in Wheeler. We've seen them. They're there. Um, and, and there's a lot of inherent dangers. You know, water is a great example right now. I mean, water's a big one. Um, you've got rocks. I mean, little rumbles. We had an earthquake last year. Just little stuff. Rocks can come down. You know, there's there's 
absolutely dangers out there for sure that people take for granted. Um, people go out, walk friends three across on single track trail thinking, why are people trying to get by me? Totally normal. Yeah. I mean, it's usage, right? Like trails are made for bikes and horses and depends on where you're at, right? Just different things. So I don't know. The toughest part is just absolutely just the education component, you know, just wishing you could get to everybody. They can go to your website, mm-hmm. right, yep. and, and get a lot of the information there. Anywhere else you'd suggest people go? <sighs> no. <laughs> I think that's fair. <laughs> no. Just go to our website. Control the information. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's information okay. all out there, to is be every, honest. Is everywhere it. else fake news? Most of it. <laughs> oh, that's what I thought. Most of it. Or, or they change stuff, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. make it for them. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know yeah. they brand it. You know, go there. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a lot of information out there, to be honest with you. But I think what people need to realize is there's a lot of information that's very geographic centric. Mm. You know, <laughs> like, you know, people don't understand. Like, even here, you're supposed to stay on the trail, right? Mm. You go down south, they don't want you off trail because there's microorganisms that are a billion years old and people don't care. They walk off trail. Same thing here. You got to protect the environment. Trails are built for a reason to stay on them. Don't always go scrambling off trail and think it's okay because it's not. It's the same thing. If I come to your house and you got a, a pathway in your yard and I jump off the side on your grass, you're going to be pissy. So, okay, so I got a I got a question that ties okay. into all this real yes. quick, and this is a question for all of us. Okay, oh, I right? love when he does this, it. man. He does this, but this good. is tied in though. This is tied in, and you've already addressed it, but this gives you a chance to think of something else. Is I would like to know, and I'll, and I'll start with you, Brandon. Your biggest pet peeve about people who use the trails, like when you're on the trails, right? Or I can start. I guess I can start first. Yeah. Right? Okay. Okay. So definitely the biggest, probably the biggest pet peeve with me, and you know. I'm an animal lover, but it's just off-leash dogs is like my biggest pet peeve. I just I, I even even if and I behave. don't and I don't mean dogs that are because your dog is always the perfect dog. Like you're you have yeah. the perfect dog that has never been on a leash. I my perfect dog is always perfect, right? And, and there's plenty of those in Ogden. I mean, probably 98 percent of dog owners think that their dog is perfect, right? But oh, it just it infuriates me because the other dogs, you know, the other people, the other kids. Like you're assuming that you know exactly what everyone else is thinking, right? Like, mm. and so it 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 has always irked me. It irks me in the neighborhoods sometimes when you know people are just walking through the neighborhoods. And uh, I saw a lady on Washington Boulevard yesterday. Well, I saw a dog first, yeah, little dog walking just along Washington Boulevard with a leash dragging behind it, and then oh, another man. dog with a leash dragging behind it. And I'm like, well, these two, Ugh. where's the owner? Well, there's the owner, like a half a block away, just walking with the dog. Because their walking. dogs are perfect. The dogs are they're perfect. great. Crazy. They know exactly what they're going to think or see. They they know when they see like a cat, they're just going to be like, I'm going to repress all my dog, everything I'm not that be I know. A dog right now. I'm not going to chase after this thing. I'm not going to knock over a little kid. Yeah, yeah anyway, that's, that's fine. All right, my biggest pet peeve are assholes on the trail. Uh, well, you got to be more specific. <laughs> yeah, what's that. an asshole on the trail? <laughs> I don't like. I mean, I'm probably a little too nice. I say <laughs> hi to everybody, you know, like, hey, how's it going? But if they don't even look at you, or they get, they got the earbuds in and they're like super serious and they pass you, and I'm like, dude, what the hell is this dude? Maybe he's or on a mission, or whatever. Or I just what if I'm, he's dealing with some life shit? I don't maybe maybe <laughs> I don't turn around and and find out right, but I do like to say hi to most people, and when they don't reciprocate or or they just pass you and they're all grumpy and stuff. I'm like, why the hell are you even out here? You know yeah, what? A nod is, is very easy. Just yeah, you nod. just like just wait, nod. like hey, yeah, what's up? Yeah, yeah. Tristan, I, it goes to drivers too. Little My nod. pet peeve, yeah, Ooh. dude. Okay, I I hate when people. It's kind of like 
like the music thing when they're just like walking with just blasting music out of oh. their backpack. This is the worst thing in the world. You're just like walking yeah. down and you're just like, I mean, I get it. You're out here, you know, you're doing your thing. But like when you see people, like turn that shit down. Like I don't want to hear your fucking rap music. Yeah. <laughs> like I just think it's, it's you know, I think it's, it's stupid. What if they're annoying. on the phone, like on speakerphone? Oh, that's someone. the same <laughs> thing. It's just like, to me, it's just really disrespectful. And I, I think that uh, when you go out to like go hike on a trail, um, I mean, everyone has their own thing. If you want to listen to music, listen to music. But it's the same thing. Like when I see people snowboarding and there's blasting music out of the backpack, I'm like, you're a fucking douche. Yeah, I agree. So like, I hate to be so harsh, but I think it's no, kind of dumb. It's like just put your headphones on. No one wants to hear your shitty ass music. No, his music so. is the best music. Yeah, <laughs> no, it is. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's that, like they that need that's to get probably some trail my pet peeve. That's what they need. Yeah, yeah, and I think that people that are assholes too that don't say like you're like walking, you're like, hey, what's up? And they're just like, and then just like. <laughs> Cool, man. Glad we said hi. <laughs> we had this moment. I, I really feel connected to you in this trail in nature. Yeah. Isn't it a beautiful day out here? Plus, it's good to know that you were the last person who saw me alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was this guy, this guy who gave you like this. Yeah, yeah. There's no idea what and I wear, what yeah, I look exactly. like, how tall I am. I go missing, you go time. missing. That guy's like, I never saw him. Yep. <laughs> I only saw this dude trying to say hi to me, but I don't, I don't even know what he looks like. <laughs> Dude's a dick. <laughs> I think about these things. That could be the last person that saw you. And oh, just yeah. Like, eh, not even paying anything. There's a dude who got lost in Glacier just like a week ago, and they found him alive. Yeah. Well, it's crazy. Good happy ending. Did like, he give yeah. you a head nod? <laughs> no, well, I didn't. I wasn't there, but I'm sure he gave, <laughs> sure he gave the bears head nods. <laughs> so. All right, Eric. Oh, man. How long is this show? <laughs> no, to be honest with you, it's hard for me because I, I've always been a trail user first. Yes. Like, that's what I do. And mm. now that I have this role of you know, in the trail world. Um. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. <laughs> You're in the trail world. Yeah. Trail that's world. That's so cool. Yeah, that's my Yeah, thing. like, another have this role in the trail world. Like, there's this group, <laughs> like, a trail, like, dude, how do we get in the trail world? He's and who do you know? This is, cr- yeah. Like, you gotta know the head. Like, if you, if you see the movie, what's the, the, the movie, Mario Brothers, and they go into the other world, and they pop up in Mario Land, and it's so cool. It. Like, you're in the trail the rock world. rock in it? Yeah, no. No, I didn't see that. No. Is is the rocket? <laughs> I only watch any movie with rocket. Only rock. sucks. <laughs> He's zen. Um, now that's very it's very political of you, but I think that <laughs> going back, going back though, pre you know your work with all of these organizations, think think then like what, what would, something that obviously you have. The, I love the idea of of your show being called Trail Manners, right? That's my In nickname. All, all sense, yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, it's your last name, Manning. No, Manning. My yeah. nickname from college was Manners. And then Manners, yeah, yeah. Everybody knows me as Manners. If someone yeah. says Manners, they're old soccer buddies yeah. first. Right. Um, honestly. Um, <laughs> first. Yeah, first, yeah. That's a, it is a tough one because it's not like there's one thing that completely stands out. I, I really wish that, I mean, a lot of what everybody says here, I just wish people would go to the trails understanding that, there's a lot of different types of people out there. Oh, that's a good answer. Right? Like, yeah, true. You, you go out there for whatever your reason is, whether it's a runner, a biker, like get some cheers. Yeah. No, but it's true because yeah. you, you, mentioned, you guys mentioned earlier, it's like, what if that person's having a bad day? Yeah, true. Because there's people that say, you know, it's for my mental health, right? Yeah. I hear people yeah. say that all the time or to get away. I just wish people would go out understanding that, you know what, when you see somebody out there, they're out there for their reason, not your reason. Mm. So, well put. but, but along what you guys said, 
I love when I say hi to every single person on the trail, every that single one of them. not surprise me at all. You know, and it's usually like, oh, man, have a good day, have a good ride, you know, or whatever. I get out of the way of 98% of the people on the trail, even though I don't have to. Yeah. And a lot of it, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't hurt me, mm-hmm. but I just don't want people to leave the trail saying, I was on the trails for two hours, but I had a 10-second bad interaction, and that's the part you remember out oh, of two yeah. hours, right? So it's like, if you go out there, just be a good person. If everybody did that, dude, it'd be killer. Well said. Right? So that's that's it. It's not like yeah. one thing that bothers me. I just wish people would just be good people. I guess that's what it is. True. And I know that's stupid. That's like I don't the, think that's stupid. No. I think it's like the like a world peace type thing. But I think that like what you said too kind of puts us all in check. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no. Tristan's like, like oh, I've been but, a jerk lately. Is, no, but the thing is, like at the end of the day, if someone's listening to music on the trail and that's their thing, um, but like, I, but whatever you know. What I mean? No, but at the so. same time, they need to understand. Yeah, yeah, they can find respect. Don't like you know what I mean? Yeah. So I think it's so. just like going out there saying, "All right, like I, I don't like that. I don't like yeah. when people have speakers on their backpack because that's not why I'm there. If you want to listen right, to music, right. yeah, you can get Airbuds on Amazon for super cheap right now. I'm yeah, sure, right. Check it out. Off, link but, in the bio. But just yeah, <laughs> <laughs> on on the banyan, it's an affiliate. You got an affiliate. Oh, so many affiliates. Yeah. <laughs> No, but just be just be just be good, man. Like just be good. Even if you're having a bad day, someone says hi. Doesn't do head nod. Yeah, Does that take real. any energy? No. Some guys, somebody, anybody else says, "Hey, how you doing?" You just nod your head. Yeah. It yeah. Doesn't ruin my day. I do think some people are pretty shy too. Yeah, they, absolutely. They're not like we're all outgoing. I feel like, and I feel and some not. people. <laughs> some people, when you say hi to them, they're just like, they're like, I don't know what to do. You know, and just I totally like out of their comfort that. zone. Even you know? just a just a little nod. Yeah. I mean, people say hi to me sometimes. So. I get nervous. I pee a little. Yeah, I'm, I know. You get scared. You know what I mean? You get scared. Hey, oh, shit. I know. That's what I do. I'm like, dang it. You got me. You Damn, got me. Pissed my pants a little. I'm already three beers deep. <laughs> One mile in. But so so here, I think I've said this on the show before, so I apologize. I'm going to fix this camera while you're think talking. Think about it. You go to a grocery store. Go to a grocery store and see how many people say hi to you as you're walking down an aisle. Yeah. And go to the trails and see, and it's totally different on the trails. When you're out on the trails, I still think there's a higher percentage of, I'll say, friendly people than anywhere mm. else. True. Right? For uh, the most part. I'm percentage-wise. Most people are out there for the exact same reason. Just to oh, get man. away. I but to enjoy but, and to like shut like life off. You know, like Everyone has their shit, and getting out in nature is kind of like a reset you know that's perfect so that's what i it's, he said it perfectly they're out there for their own reasons but we might do something differently mm-hmm. whether you're biking running walking whatever yeah. but you're out there mainly for the same reasons to get away right yeah for sure world has too much shit going on in it so if you can have that like little moment of peace during your week or during your day it's like totally worth it todd you always ask the best questions yeah just keep an eye on your freaking dogs too honestly though <laughs> I love I, dogs. yeah i think the what we've come to like the what consensus? The consensus is solve it. If you don't keep a dog on a leash, you're a dick. There's so. plenty of places you keep a dog off a leash. I mean, yeah, the, like a dog I think park. they even use those words off leash areas. We're tra- <laughs> off leash areas. It would be nice, <laughs> honestly, if we did have some of those because there is an article published in Outside Magazine on why dogs should be off leash in the mountains. Oh, and I don't. Should be. I probably don't disagree yeah. on that. What is what's a, well, like what's the reason why they Well, one of the reasons and I can t- things probably they probably covered it is um my dog had a leash on and got and got off got away from me and the moose came and tried to chase the moose but then he got caught, the leash got caught on a rock and then oh, he shit. was a sitting duck and the moose was going to take him out. 
That is gnarly. Well, and you have leashes like if you're walking around a corner, mountain bike comes real fast. Ooh, I mean, there's yeah. there's 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 a reason why people do it for sure, right? Um, but there's also a reason why people shouldn't do it, right? You have to know, like, you could say that I've had problems with children on trails, right? That just are rambunctious, running They're all on over. Leashes? They're Leash not the on leashes, well. right? <laughs> Leash so the kids as well. No, that's, yeah, what yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like my dog, <laughs> breakaway leashes, leash your kids, breakaway. My, leashes. my dog is probably better behaved than my kids were at the same age, uh, right? Same age, yeah. right? No, I'm serious. So I believe one hundred percent. I did arts in the parks that summer program, and so we would have daycares that would drop off a bunch of kids. And there was one time I saw, I think it was sixteen. It was a group of sixteen, and they were all leashed. It was one solid like dog sled harness situation for kids. Sixteen of them were all attached to a central line. One kid, like it all was, kids. Yeah, yeah. There That's were, hilarious. And, and then there was one. That there might have been two, kind of controlling the mass. Can you imagine was, if all of them great. just decided, decided to run at once. <laughs> Yeah, or different directions, <laughs> or all fall that down. Be, that would be a crazy scene. I need to like that would be a nuts. TikTok video. Yeah, like that <laughs> needs to be documented. I should. I should. Yeah, you should have. Where was your phone? Happen. Yeah, it's like I was working and not taking pictures. Damn it! But speaking of someone who takes pictures all the time, oh, oh, transition. Taught. Okay. Oh, dang. <laughs> Professional. I know why he's here. Oh, yeah. I don't know why Brand is here. <laughs> Speaking of, <laughs> he pushes the record. Hey, do we have any more? <laughs> I push all these buttons. Do we have any more brews? Yes, but go get one. Oh, go get I told one. you to now's grab a roadie. But... I did grab. I drank both. Of them. <laughs> I can't right imagine back. you could not do this show without Todd. <laughs> no, I've tried. I tried. Well, and I, you're a backup. Yeah, <laughs> that's never happened. Shane's a backup, and and Case is a backup. Yeah. So we got we got some backups, but you can't replace Todd. No, that's it. No. I mean, he's no. he's ran this show today. It's, yes. All the good parts have come when he says, "Everybody <laughs> and everybody, everybody." We'll edit out the rest. Yeah. So it's funny you say that because I early when we started the radio show, I'm like, listen, I can read notes, I can run a show, I can keep us in order, but I need a I need that person that is witty and funny and has a personality, has a personality you that yeah. you know, and can can push it or whatever. And, and then like, they quit, and then and then you got Todd. <laughs> Well, I, was, I wasn't going to bring that Damn. up. However, just, uh, I just said how awesome he was. Come on, no, that's it's, a great guy. It's nice Look to have a backup. No, well, every time he opens his mouth, it goes silent. And yeah, everyone, we, we just all want to listen at him. Like, uh oh, he's a man of wise words. <laughs> I, I got this one for our boys at Ogden Avalanche. Mm. I'm gonna crack it for him. Is that yeah, right? Ra- raise the beer? Like? Raise the beer. There's a high bar here to this. Sound good as Todd's. Mm. That was so, pretty good. It was. I don't know after. if it sounded it as good. Pop. It was crisper, but uh, that sounded good. I normally shake my beers and then pop them. <laughs> Go grab them. So, <laughs> Go grab them. I just didn't want to have the phone. I appreciate anywhere. you being respectful of the studio. Yeah, one. yeah. yeah, yeah he respects one. Yeah. one. Yeah. So, uh, thanks, Roosters, for the deep slab. It's way good. And the yeah. elevation. Yeah. How many beers deep are we? Collectively, uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight or nine. This is my first, and it's half gone. That's a lot. Okay, I, I feel bad. Time. I'm on my third since I no, got that's here. Right. That's right. We know you drink a lot, so it's fine. Ah. You've been, actually you've been out in the sun all day. You've, <laughs> you've you've loved beer for quite some time. A long time, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love beer. Somewhere between the amateur to like you're right in the even above that. I'm right in there somewhere with. What was your first beer? beer? Do you remember? Yeah, dude, it was a. Uh, I think what is it? Um, is it Tecate? 
right? Yeah. 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 No, I think, no, it, I think like, that was like my first like one when I was like, I don't know. I didn't drink for, I didn't even drink till I was 20. So I thought you were say it's so, not yeah. legal till you're 21. Tristan. Well, yeah, you know, but you know, break <laughs> rules. But I didn't like, I didn't like, I was like, ah, I'm not really into it. And then like the first beer I got drunk off was Tecate. Okay. Yeah. Did you need like nineteen. And that of those? took a bunch, but unless it took it a, start. <laughs> well, it was my. Started. It was like yeah, and I just remember laying on my friend's porch, just like what the f- hell just happened? <laughs> I'm so wasted. To God. <laughs> but that was uh, that was just us partying. But yeah, I don't know. I, yeah, I, I like beer. It's Mine good. is worse than that. I think my first beer that you I you remember, remember, remember it? No, I mean I don't remember the first ones. I remember the first ones that where I, I don't pay attention, where I paid attention when yeah. I was drinking. It was Zima. 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 I don't even Anybody know what, that know is. what Zima is? It? Yes. Is that a beer that, though? No. It's a malt, it's not, isn't it a malt beverage? Sounds like a vitamin or, or like something no, wrong. It's not a beer. I don't know what it falls into the category. It's like a but it's sold as a beer and it's sold with beer and yeah, in my head it was you know it's it, sold it by the alcohol. Beer, yeah. Was it the cream of the crop? No, it was uh, garbage. Garbage. Have you ever had Beer Thirty, the the one that's in like a purple can? I don't think it's around anymore, but no, but I that shit sucked, dude. But you could buy like you could buy a thirty. And for like ten bucks, was, yeah, that's ooh. a sign. That's a yeah. red flag. <laughs> but when you're in college, it's a good time. Red flag, good or bad? <laughs> yeah. Brandon posted. Did you post something about your gold schlager the other day? Yes. Talk about yeah. garbage alcohol. Yeah, that was a flashback. But it was true. Bits we, of gold. We would go to the club and Bits order of gold. Order a order a shot of gold schlager and. Think you we were, were cool ballers, so baller because it had flakes of gold in it. Because you could yeah. dig it out of your system later and so turn sick. it, sell it, or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, you mine. <laughs> I'm for sure it how later. that works. <laughs> how do you mine for that? You, you, you <laughs> collect it <laughs> for a while. It's let a it dry pan. out. You know, it's the little pan. <laughs> <laughs> There's ways. <laughs> what do you like do? a strainer in your toilet oh, like seat. A prospector with like there, a prospector, prospector hat. Yes, yeah, yeah. What you doing? You're out there. You're prospecting for gold. <laughs> That's uh, good shit. Oh. Yeah. I'm telling you what. If you visited the club restrooms afterwards with a little prospecting hat and a little thing, gold all you, over. Oh man. Yeah. People would be like, "What are you doing?" Be like, "Don't worry about it." <sighs> Finding my way. Finding my way in this world. Mining for nuggets. Oh, that was mining good. for nuggets. That was good. That was an orange IPA. Thanks, Rooster. Mine and for Nuggets should be an Instagram name for a marijuana brand. No, oh, I think that's a band. Mining for Nuggets is Mining a for band? Nuggets is a band. Did you guys see those guys the other night? Mining for Nuggets? No, you're playing it up. You're totally they messing with us. You're such a they liar, opened bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> they opened what? Like, I believe Your you and Joe, you were like, <laughs> they opened the other night. You should have seen them. No, I'm saying it should be a band. Mining for Nuggets is a band name. Oh. It's a band name, yeah. But yeah. not one currently. No, no, sorry. I didn't okay. mean to basically. Yeah. You names. misled all of us. Oh, yeah, on purpose. <laughs> Next up, Mining for Nuggets. Thank yeah. you, Chicago. Which you're also, you like music. You're, what, what's music. your favorite band right now? Tristan, uh, Tristan the Photographer. Right now, dude. Hmm. Well, okay, my all-time favorite band is Under Oath. I love metal and, and music. Is that, a, is that a Christian rock band? Uh, Like they were when they started. Yeah, and they're not, they don't, I, I don't know identify is the right word but they don't like go by that anymore because there's like some dudes that are christian some dudes aren't Mm. in the band they just make music and it's metal and heavy and Mm -hmm. really sweet but um but if you like like don't like too heavy it's like a good one to get into because they're they're kind of like their newer stuff well their oldest stuff is like really heavy and then like right in the middle it's kind of like screamo singing and then it gets heavier again Mm. So, to find the great line under oath, best album, super good. I wouldn't know. 
No, you wouldn't look know. it up now though. Underworld. It's yeah. oh man, it's so. I, I feel like it. I can picture their logo. That's yeah. the furthest <laughs> I can go. Right the, dude, the drummer he lives in Salt Lake, so it's kind of wild. And they like. Do you want to do a van sessions? I don't know. Ooh. I don't. I don't know them personally oh. yet. But dude, you know what's yeah. whack? They're on. They've been on tour a couple times, like three times in the past like year. They've announced a tour and they've skipped Salt Lake. Each time, but they're from Salt Lake. But they're well, the here. drummer lives has like a lives in Salt Lake. Like down they're not Lake based in Salt Lake. No, but I'm like, dude, why are you skipping Salt Lake? Come on, mm. guys. Maybe because he doesn't want people to know. Maybe there's a really nice neighbor. Yeah, maybe <laughs> oh, he's over. It's like Salt Lake fans suck. I'm like, I don't. Ugh. I'm here. Maybe he has trails that are too close to his house. He's worried. Yeah, about yeah, that's probably what it is. Oh. He's worried about. He's worried about crime. Yeah. yeah. Someone's gonna steal yeah, my TV, dude. Todd can. God just, forbid, there's a Todd's trail. A mix master. He, he is a mix master. Yeah. Certain shows, one out of four shows, I listen the entire time. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> there are shows where we forget Todd's even what? here, but yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's a good listener. Then, then five, which makes for makes for being a good podcaster. Damn, um, true. For, the, for those who don't know, Tristan is here, and I consider. Oh him yes, why is this guy here? A friend. He's a professional photographer now, but when I Aww. first met him, he was a professional student up at Weber State University. Appreciate you. Before um, that, he was a panhandler on what street was it that I saw you? Goldschlager <laughs> Avenue. <laughs> <laughs> what? I want to take it all the way back. Oh geez, yeah. No, I remember how you looked the first time I saw you, and I had questions. <laughs> wow! What did I look wow. like? He was very unkempt. just yeah, like in a good I was, way. I was you were unkempt. unkempt. Oh, it was I'm the beard. Not, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I def. Hey, what's up, dog? I don't know <laughs> Harrison. Um, Harrison's here. There was definitely a time that I was. I kind of. I loved you. I just like let my questions. hair grow. Yeah, my beard grows. It's like yeah, whatever. I don't care. Yeah, I'm like, people, what's this guy look like under all yeah, that? People are like, dude, you kind of look a little homeless. <laughs> and I was like, well, such is life. Such is life. You know what I mean? Well, to me, it was just like this guy's got some stories. That's what I thought. You I look like you were in a band. He's got some stories. Yeah, he's lived a life. Point. I'll take it. It's uh, funny, the imp- like what other people think of you. Yeah, well, it's always like a funny thing. For, like, for me, it was more of a you know, interest. It was more. Yeah, yeah. Than... Well, like the impression that you give. You know what I mean? Like you don't know what people think of you when they first see you, and you're like, oh yeah. I wonder what that. What, yeah. what impression I gave to them? Yeah, you know? first impression. Good or bad. Thing. So, whatever. Do you want to talk about photography? We can talk about whatever you want. Okay. I don't even know what we're talking about. <laughs> I'm just here to party. <laughs> we're here to drink the beer. You said, you said, hey man, you want to come on the podcast? I said, yeah. What were we talking about? And then you're, oh. like, I'm gonna keep that a secret. Well, yeah, I kind of gave you a little bit of hint. Yeah, but, yeah, a little bit. But um, let's go back to where 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 Travis uh, crossed over with the Banyan for the first time because this is not the first time you have sat with us behind a mic well no we had him at a beer fest that he we didn't never yeah. made the air because we were both shit-faced up at snow Bay. wasn't hey, there man, another podcast <laughs> didn't we, there, no, we, another we did with dojo too and remember i had to leave early? oh my god that was the best okay so you we left early because you were yeah. you had dude super i was so yeah. stressed because i was i was sitting right here and i remember it was like four days before the premiere and we still hadn't but well, we had, had the van at the time yeah and we still hadn't had the um we hadn't the premiere had of Dojo, which is a snowboard film that me you and I, made. You filmed. You well, we uh, all collectively. There's a group of us that filmed it. I edited it. Okay, um, it's a it's a group project. It wasn't just me. It was like a whole. There's four of us, and there's like um, like we all played a part in some way, or f- shape, or form. But I did all the editing or most of the editing, you know. And then we'd get together and they'd like give critiques on like. This flows. This doesn't flow. And then I'd go back in, re- change some things. But um, a group of about four of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me, 
Uh, Micah, Cody, and Chase uh, were the main ones. Bryden would have been there, but he was uh, filming other projects with other snowboarders at the time. And um, yeah, but I remember being here and I was so stressed because we were like four days before the premiere and the DVD wasn't done. And we were selling DVDs because we're like, we're not going to put this online. It's going to be DVD only because we want to bring people together and have an experience and like show the premiere. And uh, we were just running into so many problems uh, getting it uh, like software issues and whatever. And I what were you, had a, what were you editing on then? Uh, I edited everything on Final Cut. So I still like, like a MacBook Pro. Like, yeah, you yeah. I edited on a MacBook Pro and was using Final Cut Pro 10. And I still use Final Cut Pro 10. Mm-hmm. I mean, I like a lot of people use Premiere or like DaVinci, but like honestly, like it, it's all sixes. Like, if you want to edit and you know what you're doing, and you're comfortable with the program, like just use what you know, you know? Yeah. So okay. I'm yeah. not questioning your choice for using DVDs, but just hear me out. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And you may have cracked the code on, you know, the issues that you were having. But think about video cassettes. I'm a big fan of video cassettes. There's something special about particularly snowboard video cassettes. I would love to see your projects on Mm. video cassettes. A VHS. Oh, damn straight. That'd be sick. I I have an incredible selection. Pretty sure I don't know how to put it on a VHS anymore. I did. My first movie I ever made was Electric Shock. And I was like 13 years old. And it was on, I don't even know. I was talking about it the other day with my friend. And I didn't, I don't know if it was like. Um, a skate film or a snowboard film, but it was on VHS, and I was like 13 it? when I made it. Do you I still have it? it. Yeah, I have it it's in my house. Oh, we need to we need to see that. <laughs> I, yeah, and I don't even know if it was snowboarding or skateboarding. We should. We, I'll find it. We should well, watch 100%. it. 100. I'm. I'll bring in a, a, yeah. a VCR and we'll watch it right That's here. That's so funny. I'm way down. So you started at 13 making movies. Yeah, yeah. Probably yeah. before that, or was that the first? One? No, like I. Uh, what were you shooting on at 13? Like a small, like just like high eight handy cam. Like Sony Handycam. Yeah. And I, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just remember seeing skating and snowboarding videos and was like, I grew up uh, skating and snowboarding and just, I just fell in love with like wanting to make like videos for it. And me and my friends, um, every year, I just kind of like took it on. It's like, whatever, like, this is what I'm going to do. And I made well, a I snowboard and ski <clears throat> film every year and had premieres at my house. My family, like, my parents were just like, hey, come, yeah, invite everybody. And we had video premieres at my parents' house. That's so cool. That's awesome. Yeah, it's nuts. I think it's wild how, because you have a group of friends, snowboarding friends. Yeah. And you decided to video. Yeah. But others decided to just focus on snowboarding, right? Yeah, yeah, kind of, yeah. I don't know. I find that interesting. What? Sick. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I I just think that the (laughs) art of... uh, The art of capturing the art. Like, I just, I don't know. I really like... um, it's. I, I think it's just as challenging as someone landing a trick is filming or shooting a proper photo, and like it's never going to be maybe perfect, but ev- like every now and again you're going to shoot a photo or film something that your friend did that's just going to be like, I'm so excited that I captured this moment, mm. and well, I like and I really instance, enjoy that. If we were all having this conversation without these microphones, it would be cool. It would be fun. Oh, 100 percent. But the fact that it is captured, yeah. It kind of changes things a little bit, right? Yeah, it's cool. It's I I actually I love it because you get to share it with more people, you know. And it's like I shot a photo of my buddy Chase um, this year, and it's maybe my favorite snowboard photo I've shot. And like I I just remember the moment of like we lined it up, and we're like you're gonna we're gonna go here, you're gonna turn this area, and we looked at it, and then we radioed in, and right when I snapped the photos, I immediately was like that's that that's the sickest thing I've ever. 
photographed snowboarding. I was so hyped on it. So it's like those moments I'm like constantly chasing. With Did you retire or was that like good? <laughs> no, that no, we kept the shooting. shot. I'm done. <laughs> you dropped his handy cam and walked. Away. I, I literally said <laughs> I I I, dry, I threw my camera on the road and let it, I took the memory card out. I said I'm done forever. Shot the photo. Took the memory card out. And then I let the camera get hit by a car. No, but yeah, it was like one of those moments where you just like, damn, that was. I don't know, like the stars aligned, and I, I think that, for me, like I love snowboarding, and I'll snowboard until the day I die, and I love like learning new tricks with it and all that stuff. But like, I really love capturing my friends who are just like so passionate about it. You know, I just like think it's so rad, like getting in a scene and getting in a moment, and like they're riding this cliff or riding this face or they're hitting this handrail or something or whatever, and like shooting their moment and being able to give that to them i think is so rad so, so what do you do with that footage now well uh well so now we're filming currently filming a project for powder mountain okay and it's called powder hounds and really i feel very like thankful and blessed that they asked me uh to like kind of like head the project it was like me ben moisson and this guy named drew who i haven't met uh we all filmed it and then um they asked me to be the editor for it. And so I'm actually meeting with Ian tomorrow to like gather footage and stuff and talk about like deadlines and like when we're going to like premiere the project. Mm -hmm. But it's like, so like this past winter, I just filmed primarily at Powder Mountain and filmed all my best friends just snowboarding. Do you like filming or taking photos better? I, I like them both the same. So it's really hard to pick because really? sometimes I'm like, damn it. I wish I could just do both. I wish I had four arms and hands so i could like oh it's hard shoot because a photo and i mean film some it. people will lean one way or the other because because yeah. really you can I mean, you can dive into the photo side you can dive for into sure, the video for sure. side so but you're you're in love with both processes yeah i think equally i think they both um they both allow you to be so creative in a different mindset like a photo you're just kind of focusing on one frame you know in one moment in time and then a video you're focusing on like the whole process like you know multiple frames to build a scene and um, I just think that, it, I don't know, for my brain, it just challenges me in different ways where it's like, okay, like how can we do this better the next time? Like what is like, um, I don't know, like how do we, it just makes me think outside the box more and, and try to like become better at both. Like I don't want to be just like, I mean, I guess I would say I'm primarily like photography, but like I really love doing video and trying to create video and bring that to life and make it, I don't know, bring what's in my brain to the screen bring what's in my brain i like yeah. that yeah uh you do a lot of sort of like evening good light photography and then also mountains you spend a lot of time in glacier mountains, dude. yeah tell me about glacier glacier is my favorite place on earth so i i don't know oh man 2015 i went to glacier for the first time and i immediately fell in love and I, I've been going back every year, multiple times a year, sometimes three times a year. Uh, I was up there in March and planned to, I'll be back there this year in August for- You were there in March? Yeah, I saw my buddy Noah and his lady Lola, they got engaged and he asked me to come out and shoot the photos of the proposal. Uh, in winter? Yeah, yeah, because Lake, well, Lake McDonald is still open. Okay. And it's like the big like poster child lake that is um, Glacier and uh, he proposed to his lady on the dock and asked me to shoot photos. And I was hiding behind the trees and shot the photos. And it was just like such a cool moment. And then being there in the winter, uh, it was pretty awesome. Like hiked out to 
my favorite spot to medicine in the winter and just seeing it with like no people around and then covered in snow is just like magical, man. It's like mm. those moments are so special. And, and no I, bears. Yeah. Well, that time they were waking up, so there could yeah. have been bears yeah. or cats. So, but yeah, I love the glacier. Glacier is my favorite place. It we just got like cats brings me to life, seconds. you know? Yeah, there's, yeah. <laughs> cats out here in Ogden. So, but yeah, I love it. It's a, uh, I think glacier. Yeah. Can you explain it? Why you love it? Cause, cause I love Dude, Yellowstone. Okay, so That's there's, why there's photos in here, but it's almost yeah. hard to explain. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know if I'll be able to explain it until someone goes and experiences it. Mm. And maybe they'd have to be in the mindset that I'm in when I'm there, but it's a moment for me to like really, uh, dial into like my spiritual side and get close to God and like have prayer time and just spend those moments in nature that are like quiet and away from like all the noise that is life and being in areas where there's no service and um, like glacier, you know, gets pretty busy in the summer, but if you know where to go and you know what trails to hike, you can, you can get away from all the people and all the noise and just exist in a moment. And those moments I will always chase and live for. It's like, it's just like that, I feel the most myself in that time. Well, and I feel like we need that more and more as yeah. social media becomes more prevalent in our lives. For sure. 24-hour news sources, um, internet, all the things. Yeah. To to not have that so we can find ourselves right? for Be, 10 minutes. It's nice. To separate, yeah. yeah. So I love it, and like I love Glacier because there's some areas that like they refuse to make a paved road because they're like, no, we don't want a ton of people out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, supposed to be a place where you go and just like quiet down you know and you don't hear the noise of the world and uh i really think that those moments just like make you appreciate i don't know it calms you makes you appreciate life you know mm-hmm. and take it all in and you know shut everything else off that doesn't actually matter because we get so caught up in shit that doesn't matter yeah uh how do you make a living uh shoot photos like for real <laughs> yeah like you get paid per photo like how does it work okay okay well all right, so right now I'm working for Lucky Slice full time, and I shoot photos for them. I'm on like their marketing team, and they pay me a monthly, like stipend. Stipend, I guess yeah. you know what I mean. Like, um, and really thankful for that. For that, uh, my buddy Chase hired me on for that, and basically, um, that is. Um, but that basically pays the bills. Well, there's multiple things. So it's okay. like that. Lucky Slice is one thing, and it's. It's a consistent monthly income, right? Yeah. And then there, and I and I get a shot list of what I need to do each month and what I need to shoot, and uh, so I go out and I'll like set up those shots at di- the different locations, do different stuff. Like next week, we we have like new um, swag coming in, like gear, like t-shirts, and so we're setting up like stylized photo shoot for that. And so um, that's like my one main income, and then I shoot for Mountain West Hard Cider. And that's through my friends at Black Coles, Sean and Asher. Um, they hired me on to be the photographer for Mountain West. And so that's another like monthly, like, I guess, like income. And then I do a bunch of other freelance stuff like events. Uh, this weekend, I'm shooting Living Traditions Festival in Salt Lake. That's my festival. I yeah, I remember we talked about that, actually. Yeah, our, our council. Sorry. So, yeah, so I'll be there all weekend, Friday, nice. Saturday, Sunday, shooting those event, that event. And then um, shooting other product photos or weddings and couples engagements uh do you like weddings? family photos i like weddings i do yeah i like i like they stress me out so man. they're stressful but um i think if you just i think if you can find your way in it and you kind of like know how to handle it and just like know how to like talk to people and kind of like just let yourself be yourself i just see gorgeous 
photos coming from some of these weddings. And then oh, like, for sure. the expectation is through the roof, right? Like Yeah, for sure. There, yeah, but there if is they hired that. you, the expectation is a little lower. A little lower. A little lower. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, like there is this thing of like there's certain uh you want to attract I think like with your photography you you There's no you way post, I would shoot a you wedding. post what you want to attract. I, I, you know? I DJ. Which yeah, is DJ, even better. DJ is yeah. I love DJ. Yeah. But I get nervous DJing them because yeah. I play the wrong song at the wrong time. You know, I don't know. The wrong yeah. song at, at the wrong time is the crowd falls expected. Apart. Is expected at a wedding. At a wedding? Okay. Yeah. All right. I, I go back line. to the, that movie, the greatest Christmas movie ever. Is this the worst DJ ever? And then he plays the song. And yes, I love that. Love Actually is the name of that film. Never yeah. seen it. You, you, go you touched that. on one thing that I would actually love to throw just a tiny bit of love towards, little little free love towards, and that's Lucky Slice, right? Yeah, so love them. I'm very fortunate to have Lucky Slice in, in, in my life. I think a lot of yeah. people <laughs> often are. Uh, yeah. No, I'm <laughs> serious, pizza. right? Yeah. And so I I love what they do. I love their yeah, how sure. they prioritize things. I love that they're still here and yeah. doing it. amen. And yeah. so we'll talk... I, I'd love to get them in. We'll we'll chat. I think we've had collectively probably a bunch of people from there. Oh, we should, yeah, we should sure. get Chase on here. Uh, Chase, just dude, talking yeah. about that. Yeah, because yeah. I feel be like cool we've had conversations, but just to talk about Lucky Slice. But your experience with them, and you go back, you know, sometimes. Yeah, with for Lucky sure. Slice. What what is it that they do differently? What is it they do right? Um, well, I, that's what we always talk about. Like we'll have meetings, and we're like, what sets us apart? And I think a lot of it is that like. We're not just pizza, you know. We like care about the, so we, not we just care pizza. about the community. We care about the people that are in our community. We care about um, like the cultural like area that is around us, and we want to like give back to that. And so, like, we'll bring in artists. We'll have you know live music, and we'll bring in like a local artist to paint something or something like that. And um, we want to make it not just about pizza. It's not like just a restaurant where you can come and just like get a pizza and leave. It's like come hang out, like see the culture that we have here. And like my roommate we did a video on him skating and it's just like, you know, like what is in Ogden, you know, what is in Utah? What is the, the area that we live in and all the people that are involved in it? It's like, we're more than just a brand that sells, I don't know, a really good tasting pie. It's like, it is good. Yeah. And it, but like, it's like, we want to, we love snowboarding. We love outdoors stuff. We love, I don't know, so many different things, right. As a, Definitely a li- I would think of it like a lifestyle. It is yeah. a lifestyle yeah. brand. For sure. It's, it's, yeah, it's definitely, and a lot of that. It's not like, funny. It's a pizza lifestyle brand. For sure. And a lot of that oh, comes yeah. from Chase. Chase like oh, built yeah. that, you know, like he helped the owners build, like it was already there. And then when Chase came on, he helped them like move it to the next step of like building this like awesome lifestyle brand where it's like they start off like sponsoring snowboarders locally and being like, hey, you're on like a snowboard team. We love snowboarding. And I think that that like, was a huge step in changing like the culture of like we're more than just pizza like mm-hmm. we're a brand that like cares about people and like they make cool product too like they make cool shirts and hats and have cool logos and i don't know it's just it's badass you know the priorities have always interested me because i i don't assume for a second that they they don't do well but even yeah. even if they're not that's just still they they have never let down on those things right yeah they care about what they care about and they want to bring that to the table Anyway, so. I wanted to touch on that. Like yeah. that size always makes me smile. It's the best, dude. I love yeah. it. That yeah. pizza is so good. Man, no hate on any other pizza in town. <laughs> but it was like, I well, really like, like two, three beers deep. I mean, so, yeah, let's be honest. Good. Lucky slices, yeah. top tier pizza. You know what I mean? Tristan, what's uh, as a photographer? You got any advice for those who want to make a living as a as a photographer? Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yeah. What do I want to say? 
Um, I think that if you want to make a living as a photographer and you actually love it, just to not give up because it's going to be really tough and it's not going to be easy and you got to build like a brand and an image. And, um, and, and you're really, you love social media. Yeah. Also, I think that you got to love social media right now. I mean, that was, be a photographer. I, I was trying to be so. a little funny because I think you hate it half the time. Sometimes I hate it, but yeah. honestly, I do like it. Like I actually love Instagram. I think it's really rad. And, uh, I think it takes away from us, but I also think it provides so much more. It just depends on how you use it. And, Did you um, like it when, cause it came, it came out about the time we were in college. Together. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, this is such BS, like this app that. Oh yeah. It's so weird. I remember, uh, like being told about it and it was like, it was just funny because like first everyone just posted like food photos and like random photos. Well, like, it was, was instant. You yeah. could up. You're supposed to upload what you take a picture of instantly. on your phone. Yeah, it was like, and then as soon as I I saw someone yeah. upload something that was from a camera that they took at a different time, it was, it was no longer instant. It was totally hater on for a while. Yeah, I'm like that's a bunch of crap. But have you ever gone back and look at like Jimmy Chin's first photo? Oh yeah. It's, no, I haven't looked at his. I've gone crap. back and looked at other people's. It's, it's like it's like it's like he really yeah. did take it with his phone. You know what yeah. I mean? And then. It's wild. Well, they it, it's it's just grown, you know what I mean, to the area where. Jamie, like, if you are listening to this creatives. show, I think you've been brilliant from the start. <laughs> yeah, hey man, you're brilliant as fuck. I just thought I'd go ahead and put that out there. Sorry, go ahead. Your photos don't suck. Uh, <laughs> go look. Well, it takes forever to trust me. I did it. It takes so long to scroll all the way to the end of yeah, Jimmy's. It's really to see Jimmy's first photo, but it's worth it because you can tell like the dude took it with a cell phone or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And use one of the filters at the time because he was at. It, it was good to know that even For Jimmy, sure. the god of outdoor photography, was struggling on Instagram in the beginning because he's like, what the hell am I going to do with this app? You know, and he posts yeah. something and he left it up there because a lot of those people will delete it. Well, know? and I for sure. And like I, a lot of the archive of their photos or yeah. change their stuff. But I think it's cool to like scroll back on someone's Instagram and see how far they've come. And I don't really think that there's like, as you're creating photos, I don't think there's a bad photo. Like, I think you just get better at understanding what photography is and what to look for in your own eye and your own image of what you want to showcase in your own style with your own editing. And I think that that's another thing that I would tell anyone who wants to make it as a photographer. It's like, start shooting. And if you really do love it, like just fight through it and keep going and like, build your portfolio and don't give up on your day job until you know that you can. It's like once you get to this point where you have clients and you're building like a name for yourself and you're, you're putting yourself out there and getting yourself like, I don't know, letting yourself be vulnerable, you know, and letting yourself like exist. And sometimes you just got to like be like, Hey, like, let me shoot your family photos for free. Cause I want to build my portfolio or like, let me shoot your wedding God for hates free. That, you know what I mean? Well, Eric, like, I do, I do feel bad that you yeah. feel left out. I think that your MySpace page is still inspiring a lot of I love people. That. Right. I mean, it gets a few, a few people. <laughs> I love MySpace. It should come back. Um, I've got, yeah, it's still pretty active. <laughs> you have, do you have a profile song? I did. It was from Journey. Oh, I love that song. Uh, yeah, it, was, it was pretty good. Oh, Don't stop believing. That's why I, I still love that. Oh, so. it was perfect. Oh, that was that's oh. the best song. Fortune telling. That's it. God, that's fantastic. What's the worst thing about being a professional photographer, Tristan? Worst thing. Yeah. What do you hate about your job? I don't know if I hate anything. I think that I don't think I hate anything about yeah, it. Well, I think that cool. I really I enjoy all the aspects of it. That's the other thing too. I, if you want to do it, you gotta kind of learn to enjoy all of it. Like like the just, editing. Like the, I love editing. Mm -hmm. I love shooting. And then like you gotta love the business side of it and like having conversations, emailing, all that stuff. Like I think that maybe that's the hardest part for me is like. I don't know, having those tough conversations about budget and about price. And okay, how do you set your rates? Prog 
Uh, um, it's project based. You know, it's like depends on their demands, their deliverables, uh, what they want in that moment. Like if it's like, you know, do they want like all their reels filmed on an iPhone or do they want them filmed like on a professional camera with like really nice lighting? You know, so it's like. Yeah, but it's going to be, is it going to be quick? And I'm just like pulling out my phone and filming some shit of like me cracking a beer or am I like being like, okay, set up model, all these things, like all that plays a factor into like figuring out your price. And I think that you just have to know your value in that and what you want as what you want to be paid as a photographer and also letting brands know that you can't take advantage of me. So, so knowing your worth, do you do yeah. that by the hour? Uh, kind of, I, I kind of base it like. Like, uh, it's, I don't know, like for an event right now, um, I don't know. Should I just tell you, should I be transparent? Uh, might as well. Okay. No one's listening. All right. <laughs> Jimmy is. <laughs> okay. So like, Jimmy Jimmy is. like for an event and I, I think that, uh, <laughs> yeah, he just texted me. Oh, shit, he did. Yeah. So it's not live, but yeah. For an event that is living traditions, um, I uh, th this is just my transparent thing. It's just so you, you know, I kind of know what yeah. they what photographers make for events. Like, yeah, once you ask around enough, you you sort of know the ballpark. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I, and I I'll be honest. I don't know if I'm low or if I'm high. Let's hear it. I, I think you're I, mostly high. I charge <laughs> probably high. I charge uh, eighteen hundred a day or two thousand a day for eight hours. For eight hours. Yeah, and okay. that's like an, of event shooting. We do now, the math. If it's if it is a wedding, I does that charge, include the editing? Yeah, yeah, and if it's a wedding, I but I get to pick. I they, I get to pick all the photos I want to deliver and what I want to edit and how many I want to ed deliver. You know what I mean? And then if it's a wedding, it's three thousand bucks to start out, um, unless there's like different demands. Like, do they want me there for the whole ceremony or just like the after party, the reception? You know? So it's like you got to work with your clients and you you got to meet them where they're at. And I think that that is like a balance. And you're gonna have people that tell you no. You're gonna have people that tell you yes. But like. For living traditions, I told them like my day rate is typically two grand a day. If you want to hire me to shoot photos all day, editing and then deliver a gallery, but if you hire me for all of them, then you know we'll do like the whole three days. Then it's eighteen hundred bucks a day. So rough math, that's two hundred to two hundred. Rough two, math, you had your phone out. Yeah, rough math. <laughs> yeah, with 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 using with with like rounding rounding errors, rounding, rounding errors. But it's like two hundred an hour, which is about right. But yeah, some, they, every every photographer prices it different well, so, too. So two hundred an hour for shooting, right? And then you have to plus editing. But then you have to calculate yeah. the editing time, yeah. and then the cataloging, and then the I I pay for the gallery service that I deliver it on, and then uh, the camera equipment that I paid for. Plus, like you yeah. don't have to explain yourself. No, but all those things go into the factor of like pricing yourself. Yes, it does. And I I've talked to photographers who are like, yo, I can't even get someone to pay me three hundred bucks for an event. And I was like, well, it's because you're charging little like charge a lot mm. you know what i mean like if you charge like like there's a point of like i heard a photographer say where it's like you might not be getting jobs because you're charging too little so people don't believe in you so charge more and then you also even then if it like let's say you want a thousand dollars for a job like instead of saying a thousand dollars in the email say you want 1500 and then you have a 500 hundred dollar wiggle room to work with and negotiate with because every brand no matter what you do they're going to want to negotiate and they're going to want to be like well we can't meet you at 1500 but we could do 1250 mm -hmm. and you're like okay well for this one time i'll do 1250 and then on your invoice you say 1500 discount 250 bucks so they know what they're getting i love that last pro so, tip that's huge and then do you ever negotiate weddings because man weddings. i do I do negotiate weddings. I, I meet people where they're at um, because everyone is different. And a wedding is, uh, it's not, 
Like they're not using those photos for their business. Mm-hmm. Like they're using those yep. photos for a sentimental purpose to remember a time. Second and, wedding. And Some, yes, yeah. you know, and it's just like, but like I look at that where it's like, second wedding. I kind of <laughs> want to meet people in weddings. Like I tell them my flat rate, which is I start at $3,000 and we work out from there with what their needs are. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Cause it's like, they might want like, uh, and that's just you. That's yeah, not that's an just assistant me. or anything. No, that's just me. Okay. Like that's just me. If I had an assistant, it'd be another like a thousand dollars. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? But it's like, um, I don't know. It, it like I know uh, my friend Aubrey. She charges like four grand in state. At least that's what her website said. Six grand out of state, and she's phenomenal, dude. Like mm-hmm. she is wedding photography. Does she so, do video plus? Or no, she just, just does just photography. Photos. Yeah. Wow. But it's, the thing is, is like. Once you have a style and once you have that, and like, I wouldn't even say that I'm a wedding photographer. It's just, I love capturing those moments for those people. And if I can be there and I can meet you where you're at in price, like, like I'll, you know, we'll do that, you know? And if we can't meet, that's fine. If you can find somebody else that is like more in your budget, that's totally cool too. You know, it's like no, no hard feelings, but, um, you, I, I just think as a photographer, you have to find your value and you have to know what you, you have to believe what you're worth and your worth and your value is going to change from year to year. Like sometimes you might, you know, one year you're going to have higher prices, the next year you're going to have lower, and then you're, Why would you're you going to wiggle around. Down? I think because it's like a balance of finding out where you stand and like what's working in your area. Because like Ogden people, I'm going to be honest, Utah, they're not going to pay as much. Like you, a lot of people in Utah are pretty like conservative. Do you have like and, a coupon you send out? That they can no, use, they can use a coupon code. But I, <laughs> yeah, good. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's more like you just got to talk to people and meet them. I don't know. It's it's I, if you believe in yourself, you'll know where to value your work, and um, and it's not doesn't mean you're going to be perfect by any means, but you're going to be able to give them an experience that they're never going to forget. And I also think that more so than the photos is showing up that day creating an environment that your couple feels comfortable in and like becoming friends with them like i don't want any of my clients to be clients i want them to be my friends yeah what do you wear to a wedding shoot i wear this (laughs) (laughs) no i wear like a button-up shirt and then just like some vans and some black pants all black yeah todd what's your thoughts on his because you're you're on that the business side of, of arts uh, a bit. Um, I think he's making all the wrong decisions. Damn Everything it. from top to bottom. No, I think you're doing great. I think experience is showing. And Thank I think you. your brand is strong. You have I a brand that. about you. And so even when you're not taking a picture, you're still representing your brand, right? And so mm-hmm. this brand was immediately mysterious to me, this, this disheveled, homeless-looking person, right? But <laughs> but everything that I had already heard about you before that, right? I cleaned up, you know. You did clean up. <laughs> I cleaned yeah, up real like nice. unrecognizable. <laughs> so yeah. I remember the first time after too, and I'm yeah. like, Yeah. You're like, damn, I yeah. didn't know you could look so good. And then I missed the other. I missed the Yeah, other. yeah, yeah. People miss it. No, I think you're making really, really good decisions. Um I think that we we have to ask one more question. Yeah, for uh, sure. Not long ago we did have uh, a tattoo artist on. Right. And yeah. this is fascinating yeah. to me. I think looking around, everybody has at least a tattoo. I, I don't have any tattoos. I've thought about it here and there. Yeah. But, yet. Uh, yet. Not yet. 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 Tomorrow. Some, sometimes. Do it right now. <laughs> oh, baby. I might sometime. And so what's your relationship? You have one or two. I'm looking over there. Um, a couple. At this point, I'm sure you don't keep track. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just I just kind of take it by thing. like you, my, should, you should see his ass. Yeah. yeah. My butt. <laughs> <laughs> no tattoos. 
Nope. Nope. One I'm clean good. area right there. That's great. So how how did that how did that come to be? Because it is clearly like a tattooing you've made. Yeah. Exactly. Um, it's gonna get personal. Are you well, ready? If you don't mind. All right. Yeah, I don't mind. Okay. So when I was younger, I was eighteen. I was still in high school, and the first tattoo I got was this cross in this verse. And I uh, I grew up in a like really like awesome like Christian home, and I those are my values. I love Jesus, and uh, I wanted to get a cross tattoo with a verse that really connected with me. And I was like, I'm gonna get that right there, and I want people to know that this is who I am, and I want to look at that and be proud of that. And then I just started getting tattoos that like were of what I believed, you know what I mean? And like those things like just i guess they just kept going you know and i was just like you know like because a lot of people were like well, i don't know if christians can be tattooed and i'm like well you know then i don't know i don't know to they me, can like, also drink a lot I'm of like, beer Most you can drink beer and be christian so, you know? yeah and you're gonna be yeah. tattooed and it's like to me it's like just like a showcase of who i am you know it's like I, I wanted to show the things that i loved and wear them proudly on my arms and stuff and i i don't know i just like got a I don't know if I'm addicted to them, but I just like really love. Well, you have a strong relationship. I have a strong I would relationship, say at least. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Maybe both my legs are done, feet, hands up to my shoulders, on both of my sides, and then I got two neck tattoos. So I guess I'm pretty committed. I think at this point it's gonna be, <laughs> it's gonna be tough to go the other direction. Yeah, yeah. My mom is like, <laughs> "When are you gonna stop?" And I was like, "I don't know." I don't know. You got a face still. Yeah. No, I'm not doing my face. Okay. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but, uh, the money makers right here. Yeah. Clean and. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, I don't know. Tattooing, it's just like a way of expression, you know? I think that whatever you are into, whatever you believe in, you can tattoo your body and show it off proudly. And I think it's just a cool way to, like, I don't know, just show your self expression and who you are as a person. Has there been any evolution to who you were to who you are now is radically different? Uh, no. Nicely done. So no regrets is what no. I would say. No, no regretful yeah, tattoos. Yeah, no, yeah, so no, like, no regrets. It's funny because like the most recent tattoos I've got were my knuckles, and I got a cross there. And the first one I got was a cross here. So full circle. It's still, yeah, it's still going. And it's something that's just like you know, maybe not a lot of people don't identify with that and don't go that route, and that's totally fine. But like for me, that's such a like impactful. Um, part of my life and something that relationship with God and Jesus is something that I love and I will never I'll I like I'll never ever like get rid of that part of my life like that you wear it on your sleeve yeah and 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 that's okay if people don't agree with that it's totally fine but like that's who I am and and, you know I love them for them and they hopefully love me for me and that's totally fine so we love you most days Uh, most Most days days. (laughs) unless I have my Homeless statue. <laughs> <laughs> the so. mystery of it all. Oh, yeah, gentlemen, it's been an absolute pleasure. We went a little long, but it's because y'all are good. Oh, so. you're too kind. I drank two tall beers. When was the last uh, time you, you saw me drink two during the show? You normally only drink one period each yeah. week. So That's, I yeah. drank more, and I Did don't you, know why. I, I just don't drink so much. Is it because maybe because Tristan's got a stash over? <laughs> no, he's building the pyramid. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. I had I had one before. Oh, I've <laughs> I, I think I'm. Yeah, you're in a couple. I think I'm five beers in. Five deep? I, I, <laughs> sk- on the, I skated over here, and I skated with one in my hand. You can't skate and drink, <laughs> Tristan. Well, you know, whatever. I beg you differ. I saw <laughs> yeah. it right there. I was going to say, apparently. <laughs> no, no, I never Challenge got it. accepted. It's actually pretty easy. You just, <laughs> you just put, put that thing in a koozie, and then whenever you're skating, you hide it behind your back when a cop comes along. Ugh. 
Uh, well, I don't. You have any arts news, Todd? Do you want to share? Uh, just that I was I was out of town last week. Yeah. Um, I was responsible for us not having a show last week, but uh, I did spend a few days up in New York, which I enjoyed for for a conference, an art curators conference, which That's was awesome. fantastic. So I got to see some art, which was great. But then, highlight of my week last week. Uh, so I spent some time in in DC, and then I took the train down to to Baltimore. It's a cheap way to do this, and then my brother lives outside of DC, so I got to see my niece. But That's awesome. He lined up the most amazing thing. So everybody's got their, particularly if, if you're an artist, we're talking about artists now, bucket list of artists you'd like to see, hear, be introduced to. And so one of the artists on my list is a photographer named JR, right? Uh, he does a lot of activist, high-profile installation work, right? French photographer. And so anyway, I had a chance to see him. He gave an artist talk at the Hirshhorn Gallery down in D.C., and and awesome. it uh, it was one of those sort of life changing things. I mean, if you're into these type of things, and so what's was, so life changing about it? Uh, just uh, I think that that interactive that uh, he's real type of thing. Some of these projects yeah. are off the charts, right? How they how do you do these things? How do you get yeah, permission sure. to do these things? I mean, he's he's sort of that Banksy level as far as where he works uh, and locations that he works and how many times he's been arrested thrown out of countries. That is so sick. He's a man of the world for <laughs> so sure. So <laughs> I think this is the reason why he goes by JR. Resume. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's because JR is harder to track down than a first name, last name, you know? And yeah, so, for sure. Uh, very, very uh, good at what he does, but it's just he's he's very clever about what he... The projects feel very small, even though they're these massive scale installation photograph works. And so... Anyway, it was a treat, and uh, that was all. My brother That's just so found rad. this wow. thing. That's awesome. There are perks, DC, New York area. It's, it's to be crazy able to just area. Pop into those things. Crazy area, but super. Yeah. Like there's some cool stuff for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah this was a good example of yeah. that. So, anyway, the marathon is this weekend. As far as I know, it's still a go. Uh, I got an email this morning that there. Road is repaired. Arden Already. Arden Canyon is double lane traffic back to it again, I guess. And uh, South Fork of the Ogden River is flooding, but um, manageable. I'm here. Is South Fork so. up near Causey? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. One yeah. lane. Damn. Is there a portion of the the run where you have to have PFD you, just in case? Yeah, you got to actually check That's in gnarly, at the beginning dude. with your PFD before you run. <laughs> Floaties. Dude, Floaties. what a crazy Floaties. year. Yeah. So I'll be at the start line. See you Saturday morning. Eric, what's your involvement? You know, I live in Ogden. Sweet. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Last year I did the start line. This year I... Wait, the, did you really? Yeah, I was up there. Yeah, you me. were working. I saw yeah, you. That's right. So you're I not work. coming up tomorrow? Or Tomorrow, Saturday, Saturday, I mean? Saturday, I'm not. I'm, no? I'm okay. preparing to leave for Kauai in a couple of days. So okay. No way. In. That's a great trip. <laughs> did I surfing? see that our... our huh? Surfing? I wish. Our boy yes, Shane you got did. an award? Yes, you did. Talk you know what that, that was? Yeah, it was... He got a inducted into the Argent Marathon Hall of Fame for being the finish line announcer, I guess, since the voice of Ogden. Sick. The yeah. voice of the Ogden the Marathon. Of Ogden finish Marathon. line announcer award. Yeah. Shane That's a very sick close. award. He's bro. very close to us. Uh, he's he's a part of the house band for for That's us. Awesome. But uh, I was really really happy to see that. Very yeah. deserved. I didn't know they had a Hall of Fame. For the <laughs> so one a year. Yes. Yeah. Oh so, really? Is uh, that it? Are you next? No, I uh, Todd. Are you on the short list? I have nothing to do with the marathon other than <laughs> a couple of times I've kept him company. I love that. <laughs> yeah, you got to win that award, man. We got to you got to bring it back yeah. twice. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. All right, I'm ready. I'm, I start now. So, Shane won it once. Now you got to bring it back. Oh my gosh! Congratulations, Shane. Yeah, he's a good dude. Thank you, Banyan One. That's this trailer right here, powering. 
today's episode of the Ogden Arts and Adventure Show. Listen and subscribe to Ogden Arts and Adventure on YouTube. Eventually, that'll make us money. I think in about five years from now. Look first on Facebook. Our growth has been exponential. It might. I think still it's going to make you money. Here, yeah. okay. but it is exponentially. Growing. It's only going to get better. Yep. Thank and you. You guys have thank honestly, you, you. like, you guys have been crushing it. Okay. Like from where you started to now. Appreciate that. Seriously. Appreciate that. It. You yeah. got to get into MySpace, though. You guys are missing <laughs> that, uh, That's probably what's holding you back. You're, money. you're missing it. I, I don't like know, you're inst- talking about MySpace money. I don't know. <laughs> My, MySpace uh, yeah. I don't know this No Instagram Facebook. Thing just go straight to MySpace. Now, MySpace is all about the Bitcoin right now. Oh. I like there's no, like, uh, there's no controversies that there's I not. hear about. No. Yeah. They're never no. in the news. Yeah. MySpace is how. crushing it, yeah. honestly. It's just wait. I think once these. Let's just say egomaniac narcissists. Yeah, destroy those. MySpace is gonna be over there, being like, "Yeah, we were just quite a quiet." That's what we're we doing here the whole time. We're just minding our own come, business. Do you guys want to come right back now. to us? <laughs> yeah. We're just lying low. We right allow you to have a oh. profile song. You're saying we need to build our MySpace page, is what you're saying? I'm saying you better if you want to be in it. <laughs> I love win it. it. I'm building mine tonight. <laughs> Look for us on Facebook, Instagram, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, TheBandyCollective.com, and the Podbean app. For Android and iPhones, DM us if you want to be on the show. It actually works. It's been done before at Ogden Adventure. This week, we'll leave you with an outdoor jukebox. Ill suspicion from X52 on Van Session. If you were anywhere near the Monarch on first Friday, you heard X52. <laughs> they were loud. They were so loud. They were loud. Sick, though. Yeah. So sick. Uh, Van Sessions on YouTube. Um, join us there, Van Sessions Pod. Uh, We'll catch you on the next Ogden Arts and Adventure.
X-Five Two on Van Sessions. <laughs> 